Bill O'Reilly's been fired from Fox News. And not only will I shed no tears at his departure, but it's kind of like B.B. King in reverse. From the thrill is gone to Bill is gone, and it's kind of a thrill. Except, except I find myself compelled to ask some tough questions of myself and of all of Mr. O'Reilly's other detractors. Not because I have any inclination that he might be unfairly treated or that the many women who have been anywhere from uncomfortable to perhaps outright abused by him aren't totally legitimate in their concerns. But precisely because, like so many of us, I jumped right to assuming that was the case. And I wonder if that doesn't make me in some way, at least a little bit, as complicit in the culture that people like Mr. O'Reilly have created, a culture in which we jump without evidence, in which we blame without proof, and in which we dismiss without appropriate process. The fact is, if the same processes have been implemented regarding the dismissal of someone who I liked, who I believed was a voice of wisdom as opposed to a voice of mobocracy, no transparency, no trial, I would be really upset. And yet when the very same thing happens to Bill O'Reilly, I'm actually pretty okay with it. I have to ask why. I have to ask why it is that the entire major media, what they call in Foxland mainstream media, was obsessed with this man's firing. In the end, he's one guy, and I get it, he's very popular, as many as four million listeners, and that is a major thing. But when every news outlet makes him the leading story, and we live in a world in which North Korea wants to develop ICBMs, Syria is is using chemical weapons on its own people when God knows what is going to come out of the West Wing on any given day, I have to wonder what's going on that our chain is getting so yanked. Frankly, I'm not comfortable that I open a newspaper like the New York Times, which is among the papers I proudly read every day, not because I always agree with everything they write and not because I think they're any less biased than lots of other places, but because they're usually really smart and highly articulate. And after the daily briefing, the top five articles they share are all about Bill O'Reilly. That's out of control. He's just not that important. And yet somehow, otherwise responsible sources seem to think he is. And I do fear that says more about the sources covering the story than the story itself. I also wonder when that coverage of his exit, his firing, smacks of a kind of sexism itself. Pretty ironic, given what he's being fired for telling us that the Murdoch brothers, Rupert's two sons who control the business at this point, were pushed into the decision to fire Mr. O'Reilly by their wives, somehow suggesting that if they were real men, they would have stood up to the women and they would have continued in their crazy support for him. So it's ironic. They're praising them, but praising them in a way that actually plays into a sexist image that real men wouldn't get pushed around by their wives, which of course is nuts, as opposed to suggesting that Maybe they should be praised for listening to these wise women. So there's something weird even about that, where the critic of the sexist is actually using sexist psychology. 
he's also being replaced by someone at least as bad. So before we start cheering about how somehow we've killed the bogeyman and somehow the public culture will all be repaired, again, it's not a personal thing, but all you have to do is watch any given night of Tucker Carlson going to work on his show. It's no different and often worse. So in the end, what are we so excited about? It seems to me that a healthier culture one in which ideas are explored and where passions are respected without becoming a substitute for reason and decency, that will not be achieved by winning some ugly game of slaughtering the other side's sacred cows. If we really want to change this game, if we really want a public culture in which Ideas do matter, and so do passions, in which people's intuitive feelings and their life experience is respected, but not as a substitute for honest analysis that invites new thinking and challenges preconceived notions from the left or the right, then simply killing off Bill O'Reilly is not going to do that any more than killing off any talking head who we don't love from one side or the other is going to do that. In fact, the tragedy here is that there's an indication that the left on MSNBC is actually succeeding commercially simply by copying this approach that has made Fox the juggernaut that it's been. So I think that it's perfectly legitimate to bid farewell to Bill O'Reilly because in all likelihood he did some really inappropriate, if not outright ugly things to the women who have accused him especially when you consider how many say, we want no money, we just want an acknowledgement. That is a net positive, to be sure. But for the culture to really change here, we're all going to have to do business a little bit differently, both those of us who are bemoaning Bill O'Reilly's ouster and those of us, including myself, who are cheering it.